welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. I'm Leanna. And I'm David. Just in case you are new here, this is the first episode you've listened with us. Um, So we are continuing on with our How to Have a Thriving Marriage podcast series. So it's been so fun so far. And our previous episode was all about pursuing your spouse and um, all the tips and stuff that we have with that. So that was a really fun episode if you want to take a listen to this one. However, this episode is somewhat of a little bit of a serious discussion, more of a conversation just because we don't have a bunch of solutions or ways to combat this like, you know, like our previous episodes, but this one is just kind of just something about more of just talking about it and just seeing if maybe this is something that you struggle with or maybe your spouse struggles with or other people that you know online and all of that. So today what we're talking about is to not compare your spouse to other people so basically you know like i'm hearing your spouse whether it's online or in person with other people and how their marriages are compared to yours like i feel like that is something that a lot of people struggle with but it's like a silent you know struggle that not a lot of people are bringing up but i'll explain why later on yeah so you know, fighting, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about fighting discontentment too, as well as social media discontentment with, you know, your, your families and your spouse and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, but this is, um, this is a really big, important episode that, you know, we're going to be talking about. And, uh, I think the first thing we can start talking about is kind of what this is kind of coming from, like comparing others. Leanna is very passionate about social media and <laughs> she has a lot of good thoughts on it and, something that's kind of coming out in the open really over these next kind of I guess couple years just kind of become more aware of like what what's exactly going on with it Mm -hmm. but it's been around for a long time but it's just a matter of like becoming aware of it and stuff so Mm -hmm. you know um sometimes you know um I guess it's really can be easy really easy to fall into the pit of comparison and discontentment with your own life whenever you get on social media and we're not talking about like oh you know the neighbor posted he bought a new ferrari and oh well i'm gonna go buy one now like we're not really talking about that like extremes we're talking about like minor things that can lead to an extreme down the road mm-hmm. so anything from like looks or maybe what type of job somebody has maybe you know um and if you get on LinkedIn, people post all the time about their raises and their promotions and stuff, which is awesome. But those who haven't got a raise or promotion can feel kind of, uh, I guess, unlacking with it. Yeah. So but it's th- tough. But, but in this case, it's more about like marriage, like yeah, all but, of that. But this is about marriage. So maybe somebody posts like, oh, you know, like my husband um, or yeah, my husband got me flowers today. Look how pretty that is. And and. When people post that stuff, it's not saying that they're trying to make you feel bad. They're just excited that their husband, you know, maybe got them flowers, something that they don't do very often. So they're just excited. They just want to share. Yeah. Is that wrong for them to post that? I don't think so. But it can be wrong for you, the viewer, to think, oh, well, my wife doesn't do that for me or my husband doesn't do that for me. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's where it all kind of comes from, you know, and then you start giving hints and then flowers don't show up. And then years later, you know, you you have that resentment in the back of your mind for all these years that, oh, my, you know, your husband. And you don't even realize that you were building flowers. that resentment over 
over the years until it yeah. blows up or whatever. So we're talking about small things here with mm-hmm. within marriage with spouses, and we've got something else for the men at the very end of the episode, just the men. But yeah, um, so that's kind of you know kind of what we're what we're going to be talking about. But what what are your thoughts on that, Leanna? Yeah, so I think where it all came about was. It's not something that, I, I'm, if I'm just being really honest, it's really not something that I struggle with that much. Uh, not to say, oh, like, look at me, like, <laughs> you know, my husband's so perfect or whatever. My husband is far from perfect, and, you know, we get upset at each other and stuff, but it's not something that I struggle with because um, it, I feel like it has a lot to do with social media, and I've set a lot of social media boundaries. Um, for myself to, you know, limit my stream time and just kind of just keep my eyes off my phone, right? So wh- where it all comes from is that I, you know, enjoy watching, you know, Facebook videos or Instagram reels. I don't have TikTok anymore, but that's a story for another time. Um, and I've started noticing kind of a pattern. I don't know if this is the algorithm of my social media account, but I keep seeing posts about women talking about their husband or has you know, husband and their wife or whatever. And it's funny. Like, a lot of this stuff is funny. There's funny audio. There's funny music that goes with it. But then I realized there was something, like, deeper than that. And so I was trying to find some examples of, you know, reels that I've seen online, like, that was funny. But I'm like, okay, this kind of proves the point that I'm talking about. So one example is that a husband or husbands are not able to ever find anything and that their wife is always supposed to find it for them like oh it's over there you should know it's over there and the husband's <laughs> like oh i didn't know where it was and it's like right in front of them I playing can't find my other side. yeah exactly <laughs> but the point of it all is that it's funny but then if you think about it deeper than that it's like why are you criticizing your husband because he's like, you know, he, he can never find anything. And another example is that, you know, what David was sharing about, you know, a wife, you know, sharing, like, what their husband had done for them, bought them flowers, or, you know, treated them like a queen for their birthday. Or goodies. All the things, right? Yeah. And so that can make a, a woman discontent with, like, what her husband has not gotten her, even though she's never communicated that with him before. And it's just kind of like you're building a... a you're building like brick by brick of like small little resentment in the back of your mind, almost like subconsciously. You don't even know that you're doing it, you know? Yeah. And so that's where it all comes from with social media. But whenever you look online, you're looking at somebody's profile or, you know, you're looking at maybe what their husbands are doing. <clears throat> you know, for them, that can be that can be really hard to continue to look at because it makes you jealous and makes you envious. And then it makes you start to resent your husband and your household and... You know, maybe this has to do something with kids as well, too. I don't know. We're not yeah. at that really stage yet. But maybe mm-hmm. maybe it has to. Definitely. Maybe, maybe, like, your kids do something nice and you post about it. Well, my kids don't do this for me. You know, mm. I mean, it could be. But we're not talking about that. But we're talking but that's, about that's another example, like, within your family. You're comparing your family or your children to other kids, which is, like, oh, yeah. really weird. Happens all the time. Well, my, well, my kids started on the football team this year. Yes. Like, this all kinds well, of ways. my kids benched. <laughs> 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 but anyways, but yeah, but in the context of marriage, like, you know, to have a thriving marriage is, you know, to stop comparing your spouse to other people. It's just really hard because we can easily do this without even thinking about it. And so, you know, I know we keep talking about social media and you may not even have social media, but it can happen with the people that you do know personally, you know, around you, like at work, 
you yeah. know, in church. Your own family members, too. At school, your, oh, yeah, definitely. We can definitely compare can, with other family members, yeah. like marriages and stuff. And so this that is such a dangerous slope to go down because with people online, you know, you, you know, see different videos or posts or whatever. You don't even really personally know them, even though you're inspired by them or you think they're funny. Uh, it can be easy to be, uh, what do you call it, deattached. To be detached. detached from their life, but when it's someone that you know personally, whether online or in person, I feel like it's kind of personal, in a way. You're taking it in a personal way if you're getting offended or you're getting jealous or you're just you're just stuck in that comparison trap. Yeah. Um. So be and it's crazy has you know like David was saying this has been something that's been more. I feel like this is something that's been going on for years and years and years before. But with social media, it's been a lot more, I feel like, easier to fall into that trap of yeah. comparison with social media. So we have access to everyone's life. Yeah, we do. And it's really kind of scary if you think about it. We, we weren't really meant to know no, everything I've... about what's going on in people's lives. And to, for our mind to contain all those little details about everyone's lives and all that is a little bit too much. And so I feel like our brain is... Our brain is trying to make sense of the details that we do see and to somewhat, you know, improve your life, like, in an unconscious way. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, your brain is always going to try to be productive in a way. And you're not going to, like, look at something and not think about it. Yeah. Your brain's going to think about it in a, in a good way or a bad way. Anyway, enough of the psychological stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I just will move on to... Um, you know, like David was saying earlier about you can't put the blame on other people when they do post things like that. Yeah, so, you know, um, we can all kind of really struggle with comparison. All of us can. And whether we whether we don't have this issue or not, or whether you admit it that you have comparisons, you know, struggles, then, that, then that's another thing too. But, you know, we, we feel like kind of in this area, we feel like everybody can relate. Mm-hmm. And whether you're married or not, or whether you're on social media or not, you know, we can all relate. And these things can hold us uh, really captive until something's been done. Usually it's not like a good thing when that something's done, you know. And so, you know, is it because everyone's doing it? Does that make it okay? You know, no. I mean, that's how that's how it was with um, Babylon. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh the Tower of Babel? Uh, no, that was it was uh, with Noah. Uh, you know, Noah and his family. Whenever, what town were they in? I forgot. Anyways, I don't know what town they were. They in. were so when Noah was on the earth, God came to Noah and said, "You're the only one righteous or faithful. I'm going to destroy all these people." And Noah said, uh, "You know, hold on, let you know, let me let me find someone else to let me find other people who are faithful to you." So he, he found all his family members. He said, "Okay, I'm going to save you that are faithful. Build this boat." And then get on it. Well, everybody else was living in the world, living terrible. I mean, can you imagine how terrible because the people, everyone was the doing people it. must have been yeah. to, for God to, like, strike them down and just kill them all? I mean, everybody's like, oh, every, this world is so bad now. It's gotten bad. No, it was probably way worse back then. Yeah. For God to it's say really that. Sad. For God to kill a whole world like that, that, that. That's awful. Anyway. Yeah. What we're saying is, is that just because everyone else is doing it doesn't mean that it's, it's, it's okay. Dead. You know? So somebody... You know, get something that that you want, you know, that you wish, you know, hey, maybe figure out a way how to get that, you know, and stuff like that. But don't but don't be so obsessed with it and what controls your life. 
Yeah. I think that that is true. That's a good point that you made. I know it's a very extreme example, but, you know, that is a good point because if everyone is doing it, it doesn't mean it, it makes it right. And I feel like that's something we heard growing up from our parents. Yeah. Definitely like they're doing it doesn't mean it's, they're all going to jump off a cliff. Are you going to jump off one? Like, you know, it's just... I'm sorry for that we're saying this, but it's true. Like, just because everyone is doing it doesn't make it okay. Um, and that's the reason why we're bringing it up. Cause it feels like no one is really talking about it. I'm sure people have talked about comparison and, like, you know, comparison, like, oh, like, like my life is, like, Joneses not like comparison. her. Yeah, yeah, we hear that. But, but we don't really hear about the little comparison, like David was saying, like, the little things that can build resentment in your marriage and that can cause your marriage to not thrive, like maybe, thrive anymore. Does my husband, you know, have a mustache? Or does my wife, you know, have blonde hair? Or, like, brunette? I mean, there's tons of things, you know. There's can, lots of little, little things. Lots of little things. And that's something to praise to the Lord about because, like, God wants us to come to him with our struggles, even with something like this, with comparison. And you can pray, hey, God, like, I really want to see my spouse as someone that is an object of my yeah. affection and attraction. Like, I want my wife, brown eyes and brown hair to be so attractive to me that I cannot see anyone else the same way or the way that she looks. You know you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. you can pray for that, and, and God will give it to you. But yeah. you have to first come to him because we can't do this by ourselves. We can't be like, oh, well, she's my wife, so I'm going to have to, like, love her and, like, only look at her that way. But you're going to fail and we're all going to fail at some point in our life but having god help us and be on your side is way more better than you can do it on your own yeah but um yeah so i just think you know it's just so hard to kind of like talk about because it's such a um new thing that i was noticing in our like day-to-day life not with me but like just like she's seeing other people and i can just tell that this is something that a lot of people struggle with especially people that do have social media addiction and if you're not dating off your phone if you're not like spending as much face-to-face time with your spouse then where are you gonna get your well where are you spending all your time in already you know so if you're kind of spending all your time on your phone then yeah it's gonna be easy to like not be happy with your life or be discontent with your life, you know? Yeah, that's good. So, I guess we'll just move on to, um, you know, there are all kinds of ways to be discontent in your marriage, right? We're not saying that you're supposed to be okay with the, the fact that your spouse never does anything for you. That's not what we're saying. Um, but, you know, that you have to be joyful about it. But what we're saying is it is okay to still communicate that with them. Don't just build that resentment and not share how you're feeling. But also don't accuse them and, like, put all the blame on them. Like, oh, but you never do this for me because this person does this. Like, that's not right either. But you have to approach it in a very healthy and loving way. Yeah, that's good. You know, um, this is kind of some, I guess, some solutions to this. As we're talking about this, we're finding, you know, some ways to combat that. So first of all, if you're really addicted to social media, maybe try deleting the apps. Here's some mm-hmm. ways to solve this stuff. You know, delete some apps or maybe put a timer on your phone when you only have five minutes to look at um, something. I don't know, Facebook. Five minutes, or, my goodness. Or like, I don't know, two minutes to look at social media, stuff like that. Um, there's a couple that we know that we're close with that... They have an hour, I think, a week of social media time. And they've they both put 
locks on their phone, but oh, they know the password. And the other password. person knows password. So yeah. whenever they want to get on it, they have to ask their spouse, can I get on Facebook, you know? Or like, <laughs> I already ran out of my time limit. Like, can you give me, can you put in the password? And it's Dang. kind of a good thing because... each other accountable. Yeah, you're holding each other accountable. And then they're probably going to ask you, oh, why were you on your phone for so long? And it's not to say, like, this is a, um, like, a, a very strict thing that you have to put on yourself or for your spouse to, like, be so mean to you about it. But it's just to, you know, share with them, hey, I really don't want to be on my phone as much. You know, can you help me be, can you keep me accountable to this? And it can be a hard thing because you have to really humble yourself and tell them, hey, like, I wanted to be on my phone a little bit longer because I was finishing this video that was really funny. And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But, but those are some ways, you know, to help with it. Um, also, too, you know, talk to your spouse about things that you're feeling discontent about, maybe with them or with your life. You know, maybe just talk about it. You know, don't, don't, don't complain. Well, you can complain lightly, but maybe talk about it with, like, talking not like, you know, trying to get emotional about it and stuff. Just like, you know, talk talk about it openly. Like, oh, maybe we can try to do this. Or, you know, maybe we can do this instead of this. Or, you know, maybe you yeah. can help me with this instead of that. You know, and, and, and it'll kind of open up the conversation to like, oh, okay, yeah, we we can help each other. You know, we can, we can do things a little bit differently. Yeah, and it all kind of goes back to, you know, pursuing your spouse and investing in your marriage in our previous episodes because that... You know, if you're already doing that, then you're not going to have problems with comparison. Because, like, you're already serving each other. You're already loving each other. You're already making time for each other. There's no reason to compare if you're already joyful and fruitful in your marriage already. Yeah. And so, just listen to those two episodes. Um, They're really important, and we feel like that's a really good starting point in trying to figure out okay how do we start making time for each other or how do how do i start serving my spouse more or you know maybe help her be more joyful with like what i do for her and expecting nothing in return yeah (laughs) that's really hard because like we can do something oh i did this for you so i hope you're you know seeing that or i hope you were you know take note hubby (laughs) yeah exactly and i don't know it's hard because you know you know, God tells us to that we're not called to be served, but we're called to serve others. And that's something to remember and to apply in our marriage. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. All right. So do you have any other thoughts? Um, no, but you want to go right. into the men's yeah, session? Yeah, so let's talk about some. I wanted to give Leanna time to talk. <laughs> so for men, um, you know, we can be very visual. A lot of men, you know, we're, we're very visual creatures. And uh, sometimes we can, be, we can be creatures of habit, too, and stuff like that. And we can be sentimental as well. And But for us, you know, one way we can compare our wives is by, you know, comparing other women and what they look like compared to your wife. Yeah. You know, maybe there's maybe their physical attributes, some. Maybe their self-esteem. Maybe their, their confidence levels. Mm. Maybe... Where they carry themselves. Yeah, the way they carry themselves or the way they behave around others. Maybe they're outgoing. Maybe they're introverts. Maybe they're not... Maybe they're homebodies. Maybe they're they like adventure. I don't know. There's just tons of different ways that you can compare, you know, um, your wife to other women, and then you know, um, you know, maybe what they what they what they look like. Maybe you know, uh, what kind of hair color they have. Are they blonde or brunette or white, Hispanic, Asian? You know, it's just I don't know. There's just tons of different ways men can maybe uh, compare. Maybe what kind of car they drive. This is an interesting one. A lot of men, we like cars. And what if your wife is driving a minivan and you see uh, like a, a mom pull up 
with her husband and she's driving like a I don't know some like fancy car fancy car a that, Tesla no guys <laughs> I don't know maybe like a car that like you could that like you wanted instead of this dang minivan but you know but your wife wouldn't let you buy it I mean there's tons of things that that oh wow by the way we a, don't have a minivan yeah but I'm He's just, not talking about me <clears throat> I'm just saying but um. So there's 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 ways that we can compare like that too, you know, and um, this can be a direct comparison with an in, with an individual, or it can be a subconscious one. You know, we can subconsciously compare ourselves, you know, maybe I don't know um, to with their actions or to how they hold themselves or to their looks, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, a few things we can do to combat this really is you know filter out. So if you're in person, I guess like. I talked a lot of things about like visual things like in person. I didn't really talk about social media, but if you're in person with this stuff, like physical, like you're actually seeing this or witnessing it in person, maybe, you know, talk to your wife about it, you know, talk to your wife about, you know, kind of how you feel or maybe, um, you know, just kind of. That you're talk, struggling with talk it. Talk about maybe openly, yeah, about like your struggles and stuff or, you know, if you're struggling being envious or you know, you, you want that or something, then maybe we can talk about that. Um, so with all this, you know, social media can be tied together with it too. Yeah. I mean, social media, you know, people post selfies and it's like filtered and yeah, they look like they're cupcakes, but they really are not. <laughs> or you call it cupcake because you explain it and some people don't know what that means. So cupcake is like basically a filtered face. They look all, well, but with makeup. they look all pretty and they, there's no flaws. And then, you know, and we know we're all flawed, but it's just like really um, yeah. bad, deceiving. And <laughs> but, so, anyhow, but <clears throat> one of the ways we can combat the online comparisons, and I don't want to talk too much about this because we already talked about it a lot, but just you know, filter out you know maybe some some of the ugly on your phone that will tempt you, um, or unfollow <clears throat> some people that you know post not very good photos or yeah. pictures and videos. Yeah, that will cause you to you Stumble. know. Put, yeah, it calls you to stumble, but you, you know, turn your eyes from your wife to them. Yeah. And so I would really be diligent and just go through and be harsh and unfollow. Yeah. And same with the women. Like, if you're following, you know, certain manly accounts, I would <laughs> please unfollow them. And also, you know, maybe even just some account that kind of makes you feel like your life is lacking or maybe some women too yeah like yeah exactly women, yeah you, you know. should be so inspired by some women but maybe for a season in life like that woman is not doing anything to hurt you but you're starting to feel that comparison come up in your spirit and you th- and that's the thing we always have to be aligned with the holy spirit and be in step with the spirit so that we know that you know if we're struggling with something the holy spirit will let you know and be like, hey, maybe I just need to unfollow them for a season or forever. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's okay. Good. It's not going to hurt them. It's not going to hurt you. It's going to make you better. Yeah. Here's some, so here's another kind of factor with that. Like I said, I don't want to kind of repeat ourselves, but that was really good. So if you have problems with that, just listen to the whole episode, guys, and get the point. There's another <laughs> one for men. We can compare our really our actions to each other's actions with men, you know. Mm. Um, oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Men are very boastful. They can be. They're very prideful sometimes. But they're also celebratory. A lot of men want to be celebrated with what they do, with what they accomplish, you know. Um, And a lot of men just don't want to do it in secret. They want to do it and everybody's going to know about it, you know. And so one thing that we can do, it's really tough. 
But if something good happens in somebody's life and you're in like a low spot, the worst thing you can do is to shut them out or shut them up, really. And it just makes everything not so fun. Uh, the best thing you can do when somebody's having a great time, somebody had a big accomplishment or something happens to them, you know, celebrate them. You know, you want you want somebody to celebrate with you when something happens, so you need to return the favor and, and, and celebrate with them. Yeah. You know, you know, no matter what it is, what if this person found true love at, I don't know, 16 and they got married and they already have like three kids and you're still single and just living uh, in your 25. mom's house in the basement or something. I don't know, you know, like you need to be happy for your buddy who who's not ahead of you but who who found their i guess their someone and you know everybody's got someone out there but you know um and send praises send praises to them not instead of jealousy or or envy when you yeah. send those when you send jealousy or envy you might get it right back yeah so, you know, i think those are some things that i would recommend for us yeah guys. yeah yeah and that's a good point because it's hard to i feel like women talk a lot about oh i, I struggle with comparison but then we don't like really talk about the men like struggling with it you know maybe within their own marriage or with other husbands that do things or are ahead of you think that they're ahead of you or whatever but one thing one last thing i wanted to say is this is kind of a contradictory thing, but, you know, hear me out. So, I feel like the only time that it is a good thing to compare is with um, being inspired by, you know, good and godly and wise marriages around you that you know them personally. So, like, for instance, maybe you have, you know, a married couple that's a little bit ahead of you in their years, you know, in their marriage, and you, like, looked up to them, and I feel like that's the only time that can be worth, quote-unquote, comparing your marriage to them, because they're helping you, they're giving you advice, and they're counseling you to, you know, oh, maybe you need to serve your spouse in this way, or whatever. Oh, this is what we did, or this is, this is something that we struggled with, and this is how we overcame it. And I feel like that's one example of a good thing to compare to if we're talking about the context of marriage. Um, but, you know, just be careful with that and don't have maybe too many of them, I would say. Yeah. I feel like having too many of them makes you feel overwhelmed. You might have different opinions and all of that. So I feel like that's the only time, you know, you know, just look out and seek out for, you know, godly marriages that you can look up to. And um, I feel like feel like we have a few people that, you know, we look up to and, you know, their marriage is, is wonderful and fruitful. But, yeah, just make sure that you see the fruits that are coming out of their marriage. If it's not good fruit, then it's not good to be um, inspired by them. Yeah. But, you know, I think we're done with the well, part of the episode. Yeah, and that was fun. I know it was a little bit longer, but, you know, we had a lot to say. And it's kind of more of a conversation to start and maybe something for you to... Um, pray about to reflect on and just ask God for his wisdom on you know if this is something that you are struggling with you know take some of the tips that we shared about you know just maybe limiting or deleting your social media app and all of that to fight that discontentment and find that joy again within your marriage and talk to your spouse and don't ignore them don't not share anything that you're feeling and um and just don't compare you know, it's easier said than done, honestly. But um, we hope that you enjoy this episode. We're almost done with the podcast series. Um, I think we have two more left. Wow. And so just listen to the other ones if you haven't heard them yet. Uh, they're really powerful. And, um, yeah, we're really happy that we started this Thriving Marriage 
series. And I guess we'll see y'all next time. Okay, goodbye. Bye.